What's up, podcast listeners? In this episode, I speak with Mana Kadar, founder and CEO of Mana Kadar Beauty, about how she's adjusted to the challenges of the coronavirus pandemic, not just as a business owner, but also as a mom. We discuss the various ways in which she's staying engaged with buyers and consumers, how she's leveraging content to do this, as well as the power of simply reaching out with a phone call to check and see how somebody's doing. We wrap up with a discussion of how she's using this time to plan out how she's going to pick up the ball and run with it once things get back to normal. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Joe with ECRM here, and I have with me Mana Kadar, the founder of Mana Kadar Beauty. Uh, so thank you for joining us. It is my pleasure to be here with you virtually. <laughs> I know the last time we met in person was in January, I believe, at our That's cosmetics. Right. Yep. So, okay. well, good to see you again, even though it's, you know, virtually. And, uh, you know, just uh, for the audience, uh, one of the things that I've been following Mana for a while, both on Instagram and on LinkedIn, and uh, she's been doing some amazing content, and not all of it beauty related. It's all related to the, uh, you know, coping with the isolation and, and all the effects of the uh, pandemic. So I want to touch on some of that stuff during our conversation. Uh, but before we get into that, can you tell everybody a little bit about your company? Yes, absolutely. So my name is Manik Kadar. I am the founder of Manik Kadar Beauty. We are a family of lifestyle brands. So we have um, two cosmetics lines, Manik Kadar and Goddess, uh, men's line called Mason Man, named after my son, Mason. Um, uh, bath and body line, a pet line, and then a maternity line called Beauty and the Bump. So we pretty much have something for the entire family. All right. We'll have to check. You have men's grooming stuff? Have to check yes, I do. All right. Indeed, I'll, I do. I will have to check it out. So, um, so how has this whole thing impacted you and your company? Yeah, you know, we um, very proudly are in many, many, many retail locations, um, over 6,000 doors. And as you can imagine, it has had a huge impact on that piece of the business. So I would say um, about 90% of the business has been kind of halted, much like all of, you know, retail. Um, so that's not to say we don't have other avenues for business as well. You know, there's always the direct-to-consumer, e-com. Um, we work with a lot of box companies as well. So, so yes, we have been impacted fairly dramatically. Um, what I have to say, though, that's interesting is when we do our strategy meetings with the team, I've always focused on, okay, we need some more diversification as far as revenue is concerned, right? And this is the exact scenario that I was trying to avoid where, you know, here's this big pocket of business, which we, we have, you know, nurtured and, and grown, but that's where it just like hits you all at once. Now, I don't think that we could have ever prepared for a pandemic um, or that one whole category to go away. But what we have done is, um, you know, shifted our focus, like, okay, great. Now we have the time to explore more of those um, other avenues and cultivate those parts of the business so it can be more diversified, you know, overall. So you're examining all the different strategies that you can do maybe when we get out of this that will serve as like a buffer just in case something like this happens again? Well, we're doing it, we're implementing a lot of things now, you know, like for example, like um, our, our Amazon game was not that strong, you know, um, so we're, we're looking to really ramp that up and um, other, other 
e-com, other different um, sites that we can be on. Uh, we are returning to like the flash sale world to, to play in that a little bit. So there's a number of things that we can do now um, that will certainly plant the seed now for it to, to flourish and grow, you know, as we come out of this. And, and I've seen that, and I actually just posted something on our blog uh, two days ago about the next wave of quote-unquote essential items, right? Because in the beginning, of course, it was food, it was uh, hand sanitizer, it was toilet paper, lots and lots mm -hmm. of toilet paper. But now that everybody's facing all this time at home, other items are going to become essential, like toys to keep the kids busy, you know, sure. school and office supplies for the kids that are at home or the workers that are at home for the first time. And even beauty, uh, one, in the sense that uh, you have all these people that are doing virtual meetings now, like we are right now, and eventually they're going to get tired of, you know, seeing their, themselves on the, ca on the camera. Right. Like you mentioned, right. just plain, you know, all undone. Or their roots are going to start showing, and uh, right. <laughs> they're going to want to cover it up. But also the wellness aspect, you know, to relax and find a sense of normalcy. Are you seeing that? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, actually, I'm going to film a video today about beauty hacks because we're not able to go see our 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 um, the people that provide us these great services that I so took for granted. Oh my gosh! Like I didn't realize how much I needed them, and I actually think they are essential. <laughs> Um, but, you know, doing things at home, like, like nails is a good example of, you know, it's not just hygiene, it's, it's about, um, it's about grooming as well. And um, if, if, if you look good, you feel good, you know, whether, you know, it is, you know, doing it at home um, manicures, um, you know, at home hair color, whatever it is, um, just making sure, you know, like, man, like, actually, our ops manager, he he's, like, growing a full-on beard now because he's like, all right, well, you know, I mean, it, it's just kind of his way of, like, coping with this and, like, you know. So I think there's, there's a lot of new, um, I would call them, like, opportunities even more for this next wave of essentials. I, I also have seen arise from an e-com side of like we do we sell nail polish as well so you know a rise of, of sales in that category where that's quickly becoming like let's say our number one versus like our our lip items used to lead you know the pack gotcha and i used to i was thinking about growing a full beard during this time because do you it. know what do no it. one's gonna see me in the in-between time so by the time i'm done you know and plus my hair's usually buzzed a lot shorter and now i'm gonna have to just find a way to deal with it over the next few weeks so <laughs> next time i see you i want to see a full-on like man bun oh no no <laughs> a full beard and a full I, man yeah, bun. i can't do the man bun because here in queens we have this thing against man buns <laughs> okay it's like a neighborhood <laughs> thing that's like a brooklyn hipster thing you know no offense to the hipsters out there but uh, i bought up maybe a ponytail Sure, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, I'll think of something to do. But, um, you know, but it's interesting because it's, you know, now people settle in, they just, they know that it's going to be for a while, so they're doing all these different things. And the other thing they're doing, and, and this is, you know, the, the kind of the meat of the conversation that I wanted to get into is, you know, the importance of content and engagement and, you know, we really staying in the context of what's happening. So I noticed you're not like 
talking about your beauty products as much or when you do it's in the context of virtual meetings or you know how to make yourself comfortable so can you talk a little bit about how your content or engagement has shifted as this whole thing has happened Sure. And I, a big shout out to my husband, who was the one who really pushed me uh, to do more content because I am a business owner at heart. I am not, you know, influencer or content creator. So, so props to those people because it takes a lot of work and preparation to do all of these videos. But, um, you know, pre-quarantine, I was, you know, I was always like nose to the laptop getting like business like done. And now I feel like, okay, we have a chance to pause a bit and take a step back and go, okay, well, what does my audience really need? Like, how can we really support each other right now? And what do I have as far as like either knowledge or um, access to items that can really help people? So that's kind of where it started, you know, rolling. Like, you know, one of my first videos was like quarantine makeup. It's like, all right, now we're, now we are all doing this zoom thing, which to be honest, I hadn't done zoom before this whole quarantine thing, but I had been in front of the camera. So I do know what to do and make sure that we're, we're getting ready. So just giving people just basic tips on, um, being presentable. Right. Um, you know, many people still fortunately are, are working. So it's like, we got to put our best face forward. So helping people from that capacity, but then also keeping it fun, right? Like we are all at home. So, you know, I kind of have this like Martha Stewarty side of me as well, where I love like cooking and interior design and all of that good stuff. So, Hey, you know, if I can share that, and those are actually the videos that I get requested the most of like doing like that breakfast charcuterie that I had done the other day and like floral arranging. And I just posted one on an Easter tablescape and, um, you know, and, and showing people how to create these fun, beautiful environments for themselves during this time. Um, you know, so you, you don't have to feel like you're stuck. Like it's almost like, um, it's almost like it's, it's a pleasure and a gift to be able to have this time, you know, to yourself or, or with your family. Yeah, and, and well, one, I didn't even know what a tablescape was until I saw that video because <laughs> I live in an apartment in Queens and I don't have a big, I don't have a dining room table. It's basically a living room, two bedrooms, you know, typical, you know, apartment dweller. But, um, you know, it's cool that you're bringing them into your world. And then also the fact that, you know, I'm a big believer in that the content has to be relevant to your audience not necessarily about your business all the time. For example, one of our colleagues uh, posted something about what do you wear when you work at home, right? So it's not about our business. It's not about, you know, but when you think about it, our audience, how many of them are salespeople or business owners that do work from home? So it's relevant for the audience. It got a huge response. And like you said about yours, you know, they're requesting, or, you know, the, the biggest reactions you'll get from some of this content, and you don't even think about it. And you know, but as long as it's relevant to your audience, that's what makes it count. Yeah, you know, and I think now more than ever, um, I think like the playing field has been leveled, right? Like we are all at home. Um, we are all just trying, you know, to make it work. So. Uh, you know, I think whether it's it's a student or, or, or you or I, like it's, you know, what we're sharing with 
with um, our audiences are, is very relevant. So I'm, I'm kind of jotting down ideas for the next things to do because it's, you know, we have another 20 days or so. So um, we'll do one about like quarantine, like hair, like what, how can we achieve like really beautiful hair still? And uh, while using just the tools that we have, you know, at home. I got an idea for you. Okay, tell put me. Your, put your husband on the spot now and do a men's grooming one. Oh, that's a good idea. That is a good idea because he does have a full-on beard and it's and he's he's Persian, so it's like okay, well, how do you manage all all of that? It does take quite a while. Like he takes longer to get ready than I do. <laughs> that's a really great idea. I will incorporate him. That's a good oh, idea. good. I look forward to seeing that one. And and it's funny you mentioned, you know, now we have this virtual meeting life. And, you know, we're, you've, I'm sure you've probably gotten the emails from our teams. We launched these efficient supplier introductions, mm -hmm. which have just been going gangbusters. In two weeks, we had a thousand buyers register for these. And we're going to be morphing it into something that's more like our meetings one-on-one -on -one, instead of, you know, a panel of buyers. But in prep for that, I worked with somebody to put together a video on how sellers can do a good, what you need to know to do a good virtual presentation. Mm -hmm. And I worked with uh, this woman named Emily Page. She's a packaging design expert. But in her role, she's done hundreds of these before the pandemic. So she's made all the mistakes and knows what to do. So I didn't realize there was so much you need to keep in mind. You know, you have, sure, what you're wearing, you know. Uh, your background, the Wi-Fi, the camera, the camera angle, the lighting, which I still have. I just ordered a circular one like you did. I, I have a lamp, my desk lamp here. But, uh, you know, I'm going to get a, I'm going to order a microphone too. But, you know, all those little things. And then the presentation itself, the value of using like 3D mockups versus just like, you know, holding the product up to uh, uh, the screen and all of these things that you never would have, I never would have thought about. I learned so much from just doing that interview. So it's like a different world now. So I think as more and more people get stuck home longer, I think they're going to start treating this. Like you said, you get up, you get dressed, you're going to, you know, it's not just going to be throw on some sweats and a ponytail. Or, or You've heard all the Zoom stories about people not wearing pants and then like they get up during the meeting and, you know, so... I think it's going to become more routine. I've been working from for six years, so I'm used to that, but people yeah. that are new to it are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I'm looking forward to that video. So let me know when it, when it goes live. Well, we posted one. I'll send it to you, but we're okay. redoing it because when we launch the new virtual programs, we're going to gear it towards buyers and suppliers because okay, cool. the first one, the original ESIs, it's like 20 buyers and then 10 suppliers. Uh, this one's, and it wasn't one-on-one. -on -one. It was a presentation to all the buyers. Mm. Now it's going to be it. the one we're building is going to be one-on-one, -on -one. but I will send you the one because they're going to be similar anyway. But, uh, yeah, she covers a lot of, a lot of good stuff. Um, but you know, the, the other thing that I thought was cool was you letting people inside to your world. You know, I'm a big Gary Vaynerchuk fan and he has this philosophy called document don't create. And so you're kind of documenting your life as a business owner and a mom during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I think that brings out, you know, a lot of people can relate to that in the industry. Yeah. You know, like I said, this, this is the great like equalizer, right? It's, I am no different than other moms out there 
and wives and people that are working and just trying to keep it all together. You know, that's what I do on a daily basis. Like get up. And that's why, you know, people are like, why are you still putting makeup on and doing your hair? I'm like, look, I own a beauty brand. I, I cannot just roll up out of bed and looking just not representative of what, who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually still feel very strongly about that. I have, I know other people are just like, eh, whatever it's quarantine time. I'm like, well, you know, if you want to be professional, you want pe- people to take you seriously, then you should look like whatever your profession is. Like if, you know, if, let's say you were an attorney and you're in a baseball cap and well, baseball caps. Okay. If, if you were just mm-hmm. like in, I don't know, just a, a ripped t-shirt and, your hair or a robe. Or a robe. Yeah, a robe. You know, it's like I, I appreciate that you're trying to <laughs> to Netflix and chill here, but can you chill some other time and not during our professional time? Um, but that's that's just me. I might I might just be old fashioned in that sense. But I think people just you know they view you a little bit differently and they take you mm-hmm. seriously. But back to your question is you know I think we're all. I wanted to show people that you know, look, just because like my title is CEO doesn't mean my life is any different than everyone else's. You know, I'm trying to keep my company alive. I'm trying to keep my family alive by feeding them and, you know, trying to have some semblance of fun and creativity and um, positivity during this time. Like my husband's a business owner himself. So we are both like fighting the good fight right now. And you know, just, and just sharing that with the world a little bit. So people know that they're, they're not alone. In yep. this. And you've been also, I didn't realize you were a financial whiz too. So you've been given some practical tips for people and businesses. Yeah. You know, so I used to be in I have a finance degree and I was a corporate banker for many years. So um, I have to say now more than ever, I did not realize that the, that that particular skill set would have come in so handy right now i have to you know this is one thing i I really would encourage people to do is explore your personal networks now is the time to reach out to people if you need something um ask for it um or if you know someone who knows someone ask for it you know we we have had to um um, as a company we've applied for the ppp loan that's out there and i literally you know reached out to my personal network so that like on day on the Monday uh, that that program was released, it was released on a Friday, that Monday, my app was already in with the bank president of, you know, a certain bank that was helping me with this, but it was only through um, my networking and my contacts and my banking knowledge that I was able to, to do that. So not that you need all of those things, but you might know someone who can help you navigate this process so that like now is not the time to sit and wait and see, you know, Like action, um, action is, is what needs to happen right now, especially if you can foresee potential um, disturbances in your, in your interruptions in your business. It's like, even if it hasn't happened yet, what if it, it could um, in the next several months, if this thing goes on longer and longer? Because originally, I think people were looking at this at a, like, as a more short-term thing. I was hopeful that it would be short-term, but as, as we progress the longer we are in it, the longer it's going to take for us to get back to like what, what was normal and normal patterns for people. So, um, yeah, it's like, get on top of it, get on, get on it quickly. And if, if you don't know, ask some, we, we are, I think I am seeing the great human spirit right now where 
people are more than ever just like willing to help. They just don't know how sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even if the federal government says, okay, you could start opening up a little bit, nobody's going to, at least not until everybody's tested or at least until the peaks are all gone from the different states and some are just starting to, you know, move up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a while. Like no one knows how long it's going to be, but let's say tomorrow our president says, okay, everyone open the floodgates. I mean, everyone isn't going to be charging out to go no. to do whatever they were doing before. So it's, it's going to take some time. So that's, that's something to consider, you know, as well um, with, with planning. And there's going to be restrictions anyway, or whether self-imposed or imposed by governments. You know, restaurants, I'm sure. I was just talking to uh, Bar Business Magazine yesterday, and, you know, they're talking about restaurants. Well, when they open up again, they still may only be able to have 50% capacity, or they're going to have to have social distancing rules, and other businesses are going to be the same. So, like, for us or travel. I've been home for the longest stretch in six years. You know, I've never, I haven't been home four weeks in a row in a long time. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's going to continue for a while because yeah. a lot of people in the industry are not going to want to travel. So sure. it's just a matter of, like you said, make the best of it, figure out, use this time productively to kind of, you know, strategize and, you know, keep communication. Communication is essential. Um, what, uh, are you doing, have you jumped into the Instagram live videos yet? I've done a couple of them. Um, I've done, a, I've done a few, you okay. know, people, it's fun. I mean, to, you know, to, to catch the people at that time, um, that are on and, and I see a lot a of couple. people doing them now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've done a couple that are joint, um, which I didn't know that you could do joint lives. Um, I'm going to be doing one with my husband. Uh, for a LinkedIn one on Tuesday, actually. Okay. So we'll be we'll be talking about technology and how we leverage technology and opportunity for future. Mm -hmm. So that one's a little a geared a little bit more towards like the business crowd. Yep. Um, so that's what we'll be we'll be doing. That'll be my first as well. Oh, very cool! I have to check that out. I haven't tried <clears throat> the LinkedIn Live yet, so I hear uh, mixed reviews. I think it's you have to use a certain tool or different tools to do it. Yeah, it, it's a certain um, it's a certain program. I'll get you the info if you're interested. Okay, I'll yeah, get you the info. yeah, because I know yeah. there's a few different ones that you can tap into, and I've heard mixed reviews about some great things about others. So uh, <clears throat> it's all a matter of it. But uh, I'd love to to hear how it goes. Yeah, this will be my first, so we'll we'll see. Yep. So tell me about grand. What was it, Grandma Mia? Or oh, my, um, Grandma. Yeah. So okay. So sadly you know right now it is a time where there's a lot of xenophobia happening with um asian people you know i'm, I'm half asian myself i live in california and um fortunately i have not seen this personally uh, but i read a story about um a grandma in an asian grandma who was homeless in new york and you know, she was getting spat at, cursed at, and, you know, people were telling her to go back to her country and taking her disease with her. So, you know, um, I just felt compelled to help. And, you know, I was raised um, by two very strong women, my mom, my mom and my grandmother, both Asian. And all I saw was like my grandmother 
and her being treated that way. And, you know, she's already down on her luck. Um, and for any human to treat anyone like that, regardless of race, age, any of that, it is just, you know, unthinkable, yeah. unthinkable. So um, we started a, a GoFundMe for her and uh, we got some different people in the community involved and we're, we're trying to find her is kind of where we're at right now because right when right when we started doing this you know new york went on shutdown and, and she is a homeless person so mm -hmm. so she hopefully she is sheltering somewhere comfortable for her um so we have a group of people who will be vigilantly looking for her after this um after everything's kind of opened back up but you know I, it was one of those things where i felt like this it was personal to me and i i could make an impact on at least her life mm -hmm. um you know in a in a meaningful way so you know that was my little little give back during this time i thought that was awesome and if there's any way i can help being here in new york let me know you know uh, i will i'll look at the video more closely and see you know, I, I'll try and find out where that was. Do you know where in New York it was? No, we, we try to reach out to the nonprofit who originally posted it. And, you know, they it was in a subway, actually, a subway. Um, but because everyone's had to pretty much shelter, it's like, who knows mm -hmm. where where grandma is. So I'm just, I'm just hoping that she's safe and comfortable and well-fed and warm and all of that good stuff. Well, I know they've been looking out for uh, uh, homeless people and, and, and finding ways to uh, help them out. So hopefully she did get uh, mm -hmm. uh, some help. So, so, you know, how are you preparing for when this passes? What do you envision is going, the world is going to be like for small businesses like yourself or brands as we kind of get out of this? Yeah, it, it's interesting to see. So, so one of the things we're doing is innovating as far as products are concerned. You know, there there will be a demand for a different kind of product as we exit this uh, stage of our of our lives and our beings. So, I think we're all going to live a little bit differently. So we are um, we are creating new items to to bring to market. Um, beyond that, I think. From a business perspective, we are taking a look at inventory and um, planning. I mean, it's, it's just a lot of planning, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, well, what do we have now? And what do we think we're going to need for the future? I do think that, you know, th th there's going to be Christmas that comes out of this still. So last I checked, everyone still loved Christmas and still wants to participate with Christmas. So I'm hopeful that that will help bring back some of this retail demand whether it's online or um brick and mortar so we are trying to be proactive in projecting what we will need for a holiday to not overbuy, you know and, and put ourselves in a in a position that doesn't make sense um business-wise and you know like we were talking about earlier just just um Leveraging other avenues for the business, you know, um, e-com and, and whatnot. Yeah, and what, what we are doing is we're staying in contact with our, our buyers. And so a lot of our, our buyers are 
the ones that like, you know, that we meet at ECRM where it's the, the corporate buyers, business to business buyers. So, you know, staying in contact with them, like I felt, first of all, we had, we have such wonderful, wonderful partners that we work with. ECRM has been instrumental in introducing us to, to many of them. And so we already had good relationships, but I felt like it was still like, you know, business. Now I feel like, you know, buyers are like, I just had a buyer call me yesterday. So what are you doing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and we, we we're chatting for about half an hour, just about life. And, you know, this buyer in particular, it, it, she's, she's quarantined with her in-laws and, and her, she's from New York as well. And she, they went to New Jersey to quarantine with their in-laws because there was more space mm-hmm. there. A lot of people um, are doing that. Yeah. And just, you know, life, we're just talking about life and how to manage and what she's doing and what I'm doing and just telling funny stories. Like, like we actually had the cops called on us the other day um, because we were outside on our front porch and um, my husband was working out with our, with our daughter. She was pretending to work out. He was working out and um, we had our dog and my, my son and, and we're fortunate to live in an area where there's like very little crime. So the, the cop car comes, I'm like, this is weird. Like why is, you know, so then he stops right in front of our house and I'm like, and I had a glass of wine in my hands. I was like, oh, crap, I'm not supposed to be drinking this probably. So I'm like, oh, man. So, but no, someone had called and said that we weren't social distancing because we were in front of our house. And I'm like, all right. So, I don't know. Anyways, I was just telling her the story of like just the interesting things that are happening as a result of, of quarantining. And I have to say, I've never had police called on me before. So that was, that was the first. That was, <laughs> I, um, back to what we were talking about. You know, I think we are... Um, like fortifying more, you know, personal relationships that are, um, that are very genuine, you know, because as much as retailers, like it's, they're the ones that are canceling the orders and they don't want to cancel the orders because they've worked so hard to, you know, plan out their merchandising for the product and their projections for sales. And so, you know, we, I, I feel like the buyers and the the brands we're in it together too because we want to pick right back up when this thing not blows over but you know when when we're past it and so i think we're you know we're just keeping in contact so we can exchange information like hey what's happening with this retailer that retailer what have you heard or what are some trends or what are you planning for holiday or you know that that's part of the conversation as well but a lot of the conversation is just how are you coping? What are you doing? You know, where are you getting your beauty products from? It's taking three weeks from this person, two weeks from this person, you know, I'm like, I can get it next day. Like, you know, or what do you need? I'll send you some like stuff like that. And it's, um, I find that we'll probably all come out of this. as like really great friends rather than just like business acquaintances. You know, I agree. I think it's, it's kind of making people realize what's truly important and what's less important. And, and the importance of connection, certainly, because now we're mostly deprived of that connection. So when they can, it's, you know, they realize what that means. And I think that's just, that's going to be good for everybody. You know, it's, it's uh, because I've realized during the past three weeks that if there are certain things that I really don't need. And there are certain things that are important. And, you know, sure, I miss going out on Fridays and hanging out with my friends and but I could still call them and I could still stay in touch and, you know, but also the, um, the stillness of just being home and being able to read a book and, you know, maybe 
work out a little longer and get more sleep. And that's been kind of cool too. But it just, you know, and it makes you realize all well, some of the dumb things you waste your money on that you don't need and, you know, sure. what the real things are. And I think what you said was extremely important. And I don't see as many people doing that as they probably should. I know a lot of brands that are, you know, concerned with engaging their customers, but their customers are also the buyers, not just the end consumers. And there are a handful that I see that are doing that, you know, putting messages out there. But I think that's a great example of just staying engaged with them. So what kind of weird hobbies have you, aside from tablescaping, you know, <laughs> uh, are there any kind of weird hobbies you never would have expected to get into during this whole time? Um, okay, so I am not like an outdoorsy person. I wouldn't even call myself an active person, like at all, I'm just more of like indoor person. So I've had a chance, and my husband, conversely, like is the exact opposite. So he's got the kids on these like little kid mopeds and kid scooters and kid car things. So he's purchased, um, what's the thing where you stand on and like you propel forward? Oh, uh, the pogo stick, the the, the way you no, jump, or oh, the um, segway kind of thing. Yeah, the yeah. segways. So he got me one of those. Um, so I'm like segwaying around. It was so much fun, and like I'm on the kids like scooters and bikes, and like hanging out with them outdoors, and, like doing that stuff when I normally would be inside doing like non non outdoor things. So I would say, um, definitely being active. I wouldn't call that weird. But definitely. Well, the, segways are, are weird anyway. Are they? But no. Are <laughs> they? <laughs> it's okay. I'm a little weird. Um, <laughs> I thought it was so much fun. I thought for sure I would face plant and go just like, and I, but I did it. So. Well, now they have like different things that are like that. You have the segways, you have those hoverboards, you know, with the wheels where you lean. Is yours the one where it has grips or? No, it's the one where you lean. I have the leaning so one. So it's like a hoverboard. Okay, that's what Those I have. Those are the cooler ones. Those are, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, two know. wheels or one wheel? Two. One wheel with your feet on the outside or two with your feet on the inside? Two, two, two wheels. Okay, and your feet are here and then the wheels are on yeah. either side. Okay, yeah, yeah. hoverboard, yeah. Yeah, those, are, those were really big for a while. There's a really funny video of a guy who is dressed like Aladdin <laughs> and he put, he put a carpet behind his hoverboard and he's just standing like this and just going in different places. So you see him going through the uh, grocery store and going through, and it looks like he's flying a magic carpet. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I love <laughs> I'll it. I'll find it and send it to you. It's a, yeah, it was uh, really, really cool. So give me a couple of recommendations, not me, but for brands that are out there in this situation, a couple of key takeaways of what they should be doing now, what they should be planning on doing. Um, I think they need to look at their finances and plan for the rest of the year and plan for like a worst case scenario and work backwards from there. So like worst case, moderate case, best case, and like work through that and see what really needs to be done. Um, I have worked very diligently on making sure that I keep my team in place so that, you know, everyone's being very productive and, and, um, doing forward thinking tasks, like all the things that we said, oh, we're too busy to whatever, fill in the blank, do those things now so that when you get back on full-time uh, or online full-time, then, you know, you're ready to go. Like, you know, 
get your efficiencies in place, get your SOPs written, get all of the things in order, get your house in order so that when you're ready to go home again, then like it just, it just keeps moving and moving and moving. You can hit the ground running. Um, I would say, you know, work on, work on your strategy as far as, um, and think about, okay, what is your business the same? Like, are you going to have the same customers who are some new customers you could potentially have? And then, um, you know, what dead weight can you get rid of? Because I, I don't think that all customers are great customers. Um, and especially during challenging times, it's, for me, it's really important to work with people that are in alignment with your, your company's core values and your mission. So, um, it, as such, you know, we, we've chosen not to work with certain people because it, if it causes more harm than good to, then it, it's not a good fit, you know, for, for both parties. Um, I think Tim Ferriss was a big fan of that. He would always oh, say, he? yeah, he would say, fire your worst customers because those worst customers are going to take more time from the good customers. Yep. And, you know, we are, we're, we're basically, you know, working on um, just like new, new products, new strategies. So like, and now's a great time to work on sales. You know what, just because sales aren't like humming along how they were before, it's like, okay, well, what can you do now to prepare for that in the future? Whatever that means for, for each person's organization. I have never had this kind of time to devote to strategy and planning for the company. Like it was always, I'm too busy. Like you, I was traveling everywhere all the time and it was impossible to find this much time to work like, how they say work on the business, not in the business. So I would say work on the business right now, and then you'll have a chance to work in the business <laughs> a little bit later. But no, all joking aside, it's like now is the time to really leverage those opportunities and, and you know, see beyond the corona, like push the corona aside. And what does that look like for you post-pandemic? You know, because I think that there is so much opportunity that I think will come out of this despite you know, the bad, there is so much opportunity for everyone out there. Uh, we just need to see how that translates into our own respective businesses. Excellent. Great stuff. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. I'm glad we were able to get together virtually and I look forward to being able to get together in person again, hopefully yes. sooner than later. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, we're supposed to see each other in California again. I know I was looking happening. forward to it because we don't go to California as much as we used to. And mm -hmm. I love San Diego. And right, it was going to be in the, at the Sheridan. Yeah. And I was so, I love that hotel. And they have the, um, I actually went on vacation there once. Um, I, needed, I needed to do a mile trip two years ago just because mm -hmm. I was that close to Platinum. And so I picked San Diego because it's the Sheridan at the marina. And right along the marina is a big, um, path where if you go down and then along the water and back again, it's like a five mile run. So it was beautiful. And all I did was I just took a vacation on my birthday week in December. And I just, I didn't drink at all the weekend. I fasted for most of the days, like 18 hours mm, ran. It was like a cleansing kind of, you know, I ran every morning and then I just read and wrote my own stuff for like those four days that I was there. And you know what? It was such an amazing week that uh, 
you know, I, I missed that hotel. So I, I was looking forward to going back to it. <laughs> we'll end up back. We're going we're gonna to do a redo. We have to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm sure <laughs> we'll keep you guys all posted because, <clears throat> you know, our business is going to change. I mean, these virtual things that we've been doing have become so popular that we're looking to work there with them in, you know, and, and find mm -hmm. a way to use them to complement the business because literally it's just been overwhelming. Um, the response from it and you know so it's filling a need and i think after this people are going to be so used to doing things virtually that it's going to have to become a part of everything whether anybody wants it or not well that's a great a great example of making changes so that the business model evolves yep bravo ecrm the only thing is it's kept us so busy the days are going by so quickly during this quarantine because it's just nonstop, yeah. you know. It's content. great. But it's been it's fun. Great. It's great. I, I guess I won't see a meme from you that are, you're just so bored. I mean, I, I am, I, like you, I'm working now more than ever. Yep. And definitely I have not been bored for like decades. So I don't even no. know. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> and I, you know what? I'm having, I'm having too much fun. I'm having too yeah. much fun with this stuff. And then when I do get bored, I just bring my... <laughs> He's been making an appearance in my meetings or sometimes we're having a meeting and then I'll just do this <laughs> just to, hey, well, and see if anybody levity, notices. Levity is, is key. You got to keep it light. Yeah. So, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Yeah. Joe, thank you so much for taking thank the you. time. Um, I, you know, I, I, I know we met very briefly at ECRM and you know, the, the, these are the positive things that are happening. Yes. Um, as a result. Well, next time we'll do a video interview in person. Instead of me just taking a photo, because I did take pictures <laughs> of your room, remember? Uh, oh, who won best room that year? I don't remember who it was, because I just took them and handed them off. I'll find out. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Um, but I think it was... I thought we had a pretty kick-butt room. You did have a really nice room. It was a beautiful setup. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't think it was you. Um, it was but, not us. <laughs> yeah, because you would have been notified already. But I will find out for you because okay. uh, I'll talk to, I think it was uh, Carissa who was uh, uh, running that. So I will find out for you. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's definitely, we'll keep in touch. Definitely. Uh, keep up that great content and stay safe. Thank you. And, and uh, send my best to all the, your team at ECRM as well. I will do. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.